Hello, my name is Declan Greenwald, and welcome to A Short Talk with me, Declan Greenwald, the person whose name I just stated. You probably don't know me unless you're a friend or relative, or you happen to listen to the Judge John Hodgman episode I was on, but other than that, I'm pretty nameless. But I want to share with you people essays about myself and experiences I've had, and then maybe answer some of your questions, and I don't know, it's not very structured, but I think we should get into the first essay to give you guys a taste of what I'm all about. Here is A Walk Through the Woods. One June day, when my brother and I were in West Virginia, we were going to go on a hike. We discovered this newer hiking trail in the Kanawha State Forest. We took a long time to find this place. After passing many vacant winter mountain homes on a long winding street, we found ourselves on South Ruffner Road. On one side of this road, there was this creek that ran in front of every single house. You could see children dangling their bare feet in the water and skipping stones after school and before dinner. However, there were no children, or really anybody, on South Ruffner that day, for it was a church day. The air was so still and quiet that there were even deer in the streets. After our sojourn through South Ruffner and several near Thelma and Louise cliff dives, we came to the trail. There was a small enclave on which to park and a barrier to protect unpresent Boy Scouts from the non-existent traffic. The trail was such a sight, the first half was right along the aforementioned creek, followed by a densely wooded section. We were so ill-prepared, though, we were wearing jeans and t-shirts that immediately became soaking wet with sweat, and that sweat made our clothes heavy. But we were so encapsulated and entranced by the environment that we didn't turn back. After some time, we came to a moderately new sign on which stood the word cemetery in big white block letters. It had a quality of something from Salem's Lot, but who could resist the cemetery in the middle of the woods? Besides, it was daylight and everyone knows that the monsters wait until it's dark to eat you. The sign pointed up the steepest hill in the known universe, and through some minor miracle, we didn't die climbing the hill. When we reached the top of the hill, there were no more signs directing us to the cemetery, only a fork in the road. To the right, there was a grassy, cutaway path, and to the left, there was the wooded forest trail that kept on going and got thinner. After taking the wrong fork in the road, the grassy one, and presumably contracting 9,000 cases of Lyme disease, we took the wooded trail's continuing path. We found a cutaway area in the forest that turned out to be the cemetery. The cemetery belonged to a presumably dirt-poor family from the 19th century that used rocks as tombstones, with the exception of one tombstone that was a very intricate tombstone for the mother of one of the generations. It was kind of spooky, but it was also pretty beautiful. Here we were, in this forest, a serene landscape that gains its breathtaking beauty from dead and decaying organisms. It is life turning into new life, a wonderful outcome from what seems to be a less than wonderful method. And there we were, standing over the skeletons of forgotten coal miners that all of a sudden weren't forgotten. Henry Ruffner himself was an abolitionist. 
not because he thought slavery was wrong, but because he believed slaves took jobs from poor white workers. He was right for the wrong reasons. We left the cemetery and went to our car. Church was either out or some people on South Ruffner weren't interested because behind our car was a white pickup truck and out of the two front windows were hands dangling and holding on to lit cigarettes. The front license plate had a depiction of a rebel soldier waving the Confederate battle flag and saying the phrase, what hell? I didn't know what it meant, but I got the gist. I was actually worried they were going to hurt me and my brother because we're Jews, but as my brother often points out, perhaps some racists and anti-Semites don't even know what to look for. They're too busy being wrong for the wrong reasons. An even more unfortunate combination. West Virginia is an interesting place. Its mountains provide natural borders for different groups of people to percolate and stew in their own opinions. The mountains separated it enough from the eastern part of Virginia during the Civil War that it split and joined the Union. But again, not in disagreement with slavery. The miners and other union workers that lived there needed government support to make lives for themselves. It all just makes me think that when I'm a skeleton and when someone finds my grave, what will they know that I did right for the wrong reasons? That was the essay. It didn't really end with a nice neat bow. I kind of wanted to leave it open-ended. Uh, it's my first attempt at something like that. I hope you people enjoyed it, and maybe it made you think or something. On to the question portion of this thing, which I might do, and I might not do in the future, but I'm going to do it now. Here's the thing. Since this podcast doesn't actually exist yet as I'm recording it, I only got one question from someone when I asked for questions, and that question, coming from Savannah, is what is your favorite TV show and why? Now that's a really hard question for me to answer because I love TV a lot and I watch a lot of it and most of my brain is made up of TV pixels that form into a brain shape. My favorite show that is currently on television is either Mr. Robot or Steven Universe for two completely different reasons because Mr. Robot confuses me in a way that I love. And Steven Universe is super progressive in this neat way, and I just love it. However, and this is actually going to lead in to next episode's topic, the show that my mind just comes back to time and time again is The Legend of Korra. And I wish I could explain it in this short amount of time, but that's what the essay next week is going to be about. And I hope you tune in. And I put a little hook on it. I hooked you. So, I hooked you. Hook. 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 Like that movie that Dante Bosco is in. And you know what? He's in The Legend of Korra, too. You see, my brain's just firing in all directions, all the time. I'm here for you, people. I do things. Goodbye. I'll shut up now. Goodbye again. Bye. Bye-bye. This podcast is brought to you by literally nobody because I'm a 15-year-old making a podcast alone in my room, editing it with GarageBand. If you want to find me, I am on Twitter, um, at Declan, D-E-C-L-A-N, underscore G-G. Um, 
And that's about it. So see you later, alligator. In a while, crocodile.